0: Sai, za
1: women reclaim their power and identity so they will know they are enough. And today I have a guest and her name is Hazel Amin and she's here with us and we're going to start off by her introducing herself and then by telling the audience her life story.
2: Oh, thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much.
1: You are very welcome.
2: Thank you so much for having me. So I'm Hazel Amin. I'm a high performance coach. I'm Kurdish. I was born and raised in Kurdistan region of Iraq. Okay. uh, Yes, I'm Kurdish and um, I'm based in Kurdistan and Dubai. Uh, So uh, I'm a high performance coach. I have two businesses. I have a forex business and I have a consulting agency. Oh, Um, wow. Yes. Wow.
1: That is exciting. And so... Uh, When it comes to your life story, is it any little snapshots of it that you would want to give the audience as far as growing up and that type of thing?
2: Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like you can never um, if you look around, you can never see someone with a success, even if it is a small one with a with a with a simple or easy past. You can never see that. around the world so I do have my own hard time I have been through a lot of hard time in my life so that led me really led me to to this point that's where I am right now because of all of these things I have been through so I can start really with my childhood like I was I was born and raised in Halabja city which is a very small town in Kurdistan region of Iraq okay My, my city has been chemically bombarded by Iraqi regime and more than 10,000 people have died in my, my city. So that's Brilliant. a city, yes, more than 10,000 people have been injured, like died because of the chemical weapon that has been used by Iraqi regime back to 1988. So that's a city where, where it's full of negativity and uh, you can find a lot of mental health, a lot of negativity in that city. People mm-hmm. barely believe in growing. People barely believe in um, having a different life because of the things that happened in that city. So I have been, okay. I was born in that city. I was grown up in that city. Wow. Uh, but I was looking around and I was like, I don't want to live this life. I don't want to live this miserable life like everyone is living in here. I was dreaming of having my um, starting my own company, having my own business. Even when I was very little, like I was um, dreaming of um, being a tennis player. You know. Oh
1: really? And so you had those big dreams forming then?
2: I, yeah, even when I was a child. So okay. Then I became. I started playing volleyball when I was. Um, 12 mm-hmm. I worked I, I played for um, Kurdistan national team okay Kurdistan, outside of Kurdistan for Iraqi national team for like one year right uh, for volleyball then okay. uh, I gave up on volleyball and I switched to tennis because that was my child dream like I was that was my the tennis dream when I was yeah tennis okay uh, uh, so I gave up on that and I started playing tennis. Then I, I continued that for a while, but my family didn't let me continue really mm-hmm. when I was 17 and 18, because you know, Iraq is a uh Kurdistan part of Iraq is a very like is is much better than the Iraqi part, the Arabic countries. It's okay. much more open, much more open. Oh. If you go to Kurdistan, you right. see whole Europe in middle eastern among middle eastern countries okay it's very from iraq but you know generally it's in iraq so it has effect traditionally nationally and everything like um cultural and mm-hmm. religious everything it has effect on it so right i was in a in a city in the country like that and people were not believing in growing up people were not believing well, in having a different life people were not believing in creating the the life the dream life that you dream they were like that's a dream that's a dream you can never make it come true
1: i see because they they were so conditioned to their norm
2: yes yes exactly so uh my family didn't let me continue then they arranged the marriage for me with my cousin so i really yes i was engaged to my cousin Mm -hmm. which I was looking at as my brother. Hmm. So I was looking at him like my brother, and I was like, I can never marry this person. I can never live with this person. I can never sleep with this person on the same bed. Mm -hmm. I can never live with this man in the same house. I can never do these things. Then I, That was the start point of changing my life. Actually, it was a hard time. But that was the change, the start. Like,
1: oh, them trying to arrange that marriage. That was the that was yes. what changed you.
2: Yes, I I got engaged. I was in the engagement, so they were okay. trying to push me to get like have the wedding and go to my house. And because it's it, you might not understand this when I talk about this, but in Iraq and in Western countries, when you are getting engaged, you cannot go and live with this guy. We okay. can right that's a traditional country, that's a okay. religious country. Even when right. you have a boyfriend, you can't. This, but in you know what the difference, you see the difference. There's a very big difference. People like in the United States of America, they when they love someone, they go and live with that person, then they go right. get engaged, they get married. But no, right. with us, no, you have to have the wedding, get married, and then go with live with that person. And Before you know what? So that was a
1: good part. Yes, that is a good part. And you know yeah. what, uh, when I was doing some contract work uh, at this last company, I was at one of the guys that I met. He told me that it's the same way in India. He said, what happens here in the U S we cannot do that no. in India. He said we, we cannot go and live with boyfriend, you know, or girlfriend. He said, we can't do that. And no. I didn't realize that that was regulated. And, you know, in in other countries, I didn't
2: realize that. That's, that's the same thing in almost all the Asian countries. Okay. Western countries. Gotcha. Yes. So that was the beginning of changing everything. But that was getting to the bad place, leading me to the bad and worst spot in my life. But right. that was a good part. Because right. I started to realize that this is not the life I want to live. Mm-hmm. I started to realize they cannot put me in a place that I say, hey, go and live this life. Right. I was trying to come out of the engagement and get divorced. And then they didn't let me do that. No one supported me. No family member. No, com- like no society. No one, no friend. Everyone was making fun of me.
1: But I like- got a quick question for you before you go further with the uh, everyone making fun of you. Now, Engagement in your society it already is the same thing like marriage, because you said uh, you're going to get a divorce.
2: Yes, it is something like that because we have to get engaged in front of a mullah, which is a, a religious person, like okay. You have, right. you have mullah in Islam. Okay. And then we go to court and we have a contract you know, in, in front of, you know, in court. So, oh, even though
3: you're engaged.
2: Yeah, yeah. Really? I was I, I had to do that because I was obliged by my family. Okay. I did that. So I okay. ha- I was trying to get divorced, but they were not supporting me. No one would let me do that. They were even trying to lock me down at home, not in order not to go out and do that. Oh boy. At that and, time I was oh wow. I was only seventeen, eighty years, eighteen years and i was in university okay. i i didn't know how to get back um get out of that situation so i was so broken because you know if 18 years is a child you don't yes. know what you want you don't know right. what to do you don't know right. uh, how to lead your life you don't mm-hmm. know, you need other people in order to do something you, you do. need someone else's uh you know um support in order to do something but i had no support like literally no support okay everyone was was supporting the guy my cousin because he was a a doctor he was a handsome guy he was a very good guy you know among all the people he was the only one who said this girl doesn't want to marry me let her go oh
1: he he, he said that himself
2: Yes, but even, oh, wow. even even our family didn't they didn't let that uh, that right. happen. So that's the bad part. So okay. I tried my best, and I got, um, I got. There was there was a problem with my body because when you have a problem in your mind, you have a problem with your body. When you have yes. overthinking, when you have overthinking in here, you have it in your stomach, in your heart. So it affected me physically. Yep. What happened to me affected me physically, my stomach and my heart. And I was fainting all the time, every now and then. And I was not passing my uh, classes in university. So my mm-hmm. family saw that because I was top 10 student in university right. before that. Then after that, I was not accident. passing. Yeah. So I tried to come out of that. So right. everyone, what happened was this. Everyone was talking about me losing myself I was broken right and everyone in, in the city and in my university people were looking at me like is that is that Hazel Hazel was a, a such a strong girl she was a, a tennis player she was mm-hmm. a volleyball player she was right. a top home student now look at her she's broken so everyone right. even my 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 teachers were in university were talking to my family what is happening what's wrong with this girl Why she's Uh like, why she's fainting in university? She cannot come to classes. She cannot uh, do anything. She's not participating. So what happened was that finally they agreed. Because in Islam, in our country, we cannot get divorced without family permission. Right. We cannot even get married without family permission. Right. So they agreed to get divorced. But the worst came after that. Really? They left me all. Your family? Yes, all, like, they didn't talk to me for around five years. No one in my family, in my city, no one. Literally, I got no a question,
1: question for you, real, just okay. real quick. I was going to interject real quick. So your family stopped talking to you when you were 18. So then where did you go? Like, from since they didn't talk to you, did you still live with them? Or what happened?
2: Yes, so I didn't have a place. I didn't have money. I was still a student. I had to stay in house. I had to stay in the same place. Um, I was living with them in the same house, in the same city, in the same place. And I, they were not talking to me. No one would talk to me. Oh, I was wow. like a complete stranger in the house. No one would support me. No one would talk to me. Uh, sometimes I wouldn't have anything to eat. Sometimes wow. I have, um, even with the way they were looking at me, they were, they were giving me, a, you know, uh, their strange look—it uh-huh. was breaking me down every single day. The way the way they were blaming me and putting all the blame on me uh, for everything, like whatever would happen in our house, even inside the family, they were putting the blame on me because I did something like that. And divorce—the problem is this: the divorce in Middle Eastern countries is such a big shame. Such mm. a big shame to family. A girl okay. with big family. Right. So when I stood there and I mm-hmm. said I want this marriage, I put like I brought shame. According to them, I brought shame to them to their family because like people were looking at them like you couldn't raise your girl in a what? Wow. People were look talking to my dad, for example, when he was going out. People were talking to him like, you couldn't raise your girl in a, in the right way. Now you, the girl might betray uh, her cousin. That's why she's getting divorced. Wow. She might cheat. That's why she's getting divorced. So, so, so society, we're talking this shit behind us. Mm-hmm. That's why there that was a lot of pressure on me from my family, from society, from everyone. And everyone was trying to put me to get back to the to the marriage in order oh, to, get my rid, word. to get rid of all of those things that society were telling about us.
1: So this was before the five years or during the five years that they were trying during, to get,
2: during the five years. They
1: were trying to get you back into the marriage.
2: Yes, exactly. They were trying to get in back getting me back on to the marriage because of all of the stresses mm-hmm. and pressure we had. Okay. Because of the family, because of the uh, society, and family. Right. Because we, have, we are a very big family. Like here, wow. uh, even uncle, even aunties who are talking about you, uh, are talking about what you do. They are coming and advising you. They are telling you, do this and don't do this. Mm. Everyone is in charge in your life. Everyone right. is for you.
1: That is really something I've got a comment and I've got a question for you with the comment. I'm thinking of um, when you mentioned how everything became your your fault in the household during those five years. that They weren't talking to you. So you, in essence, you became the scapegoat for everything that was going on in the family. But it was very toxic. So and then you mentioned that you did not eat. How were you? They didn't cook for you. So how were you able to eat food?
2: Uh, it was not like they were not cooking for me. Okay. I was going to university. I swear. There were days like 20 days I didn't have a dollar mm-hmm. in my wallet. Right. I was going to university come back I didn't have money because my dad was not talking to me and right. I didn't have the power because mm-hmm. I was broken. Deep inside I was broken. I right. didn't have the power to face my dad and say Give me a dollar.
1: Gotcha.
2: Right. I don't have the power to say, to to tell my mom, leave something for me. When I'm back home, let me eat it. Mm -hmm. They Sometimes they were, like most times, I would say, to be honest, most times they were leaving something for me. Like because my mom was was always cooking at home, like he was leaving something for me to eat.
1: But But they weren't talking to you, even though they would leave the food, they were not
2: talking to you. For five years, even six, I couldn't stay on the same table with them to eat.
1: That had to be hard, too, to be in the same household with someone and them not talk to you. And you had to live there.
2: The hardest part was not just not talking to them. The hardest part was that I couldn't come to my room and stay on my own. I couldn't. I couldn't stay alone. They had doubt about me, what I'm doing. They had doubt about everything I'm doing. They were thinking that I'm cheating on my, I was cheating on my uh, cousin. That's why I got divorced. So they couldn't leave me even alone. I had to stay and sit in front of them like this, do nothing, not even talking to them, not even look at them, not even do anything.
1: So during the five years,
2: you couldn't go into your room? I couldn't. I could for for sleep only. Oh, that's it.
3: Okay, okay, that's it.
2: And okay. I couldn't go out to with with friends. I couldn't go out to work. No, I couldn't do anything. I was just staying home. Okay, anything. So there was a lot of pressure on me. I tried to kill myself three times. Mm. Three times. I was so broken. Mm-hmm. I, there was a lot of pressure on me every time. I remember once my mom was so sick, and uh, my cousin decided to get married again. So that was a good part because my cousin decided to get married again, and they were not trying to put me back and take me back to go back to that marriage. Okay. But my mom, the hardest part was this my dad wouldn't accept his marriage wouldn't accept your cousin's marriage. No. Really? Yes. The the problem was this. My cousin lost his father in the chemical bombardment in 1988. So my dad was his dad, too. He was taking care of him, too. So he wouldn't accept his marriage. And that after that, my mom got sick and he was on bed and he was putting all the blames on me. Okay. And I, I didn't know what to do with all of those pr- pressure, all of those stress, anxiety. I was broken. I lost my self love, self confidence. I didn't have any self confidence in myself. When, wow. you lo- when you lose your self confidence in yourself, you don't see anything, any value in your life. Right. Right. You don't see any value in your life. Say, why wow, I'm leaving?
3: Right. Right. That. Mm-hmm. when you
2: don't have when you don't believe in yourself and your abilities you don't know why you are leaving because you don't yeah. have any goals you have lost everything you right like you said the goals
1: them. yeah yeah you can't even no, make goals yeah
2: exactly so after that after that i tried to kill myself i said why they are doing all of these things to me are they i was doubting if they are my real family Mm -hmm. I was in a spot in my life that was like, are they really my family? Mm. Real families do this to to their daughters. Right. Why they are always supporting my cousin, and they love him so much. They don't love me. Mm. Why they don't support me? Why they don't give me money? Why I can't go out and uh, live my life? Why I can't go out and work like other people? While I was top ten student before. Why I can't do all of these things. My friends are going out, my friends are traveling the world, my friends right. are doing all of, I can't do any of these things. Wow. Even when I go out and I come back home, they were they were blaming me and complaining a lot that I had to just do this at home. That mm-hmm. was so hard. So I tried to kill myself. And I remember uh I got divorced by my third year of university and that time I told myself I was 20 years 20 years old okay yeah and it was in my fourth year of university and I remember the only thing stopped me from killing myself was I was so broken when I was going to university I I was not I couldn't study I couldn't do anything so I was looking at the exam papers and I did I was I couldn't see anything I was just seeing black lines i mm-hmm. couldn't even read it i was just looking at it and i was i didn't see i was not i was not able to see what is written on the paper so i was just looking gotcha. at the exam papers and I put it on my chair and i couldn't right. ask. so i was on in exam and i was looking at my paper and like this and there was a professor in our class and he looked at me and he pointed to me like this he said you i just raised my head and i said you mean me sir he said yes you He said, you are going through some hard time. It's clear on your face. And so the professor, let me just say this. The professor, I have never seen him in my entire life. Really? He didn't know anything about me. I didn't know where that professor came. Mm. How he appeared in my class in that exam day. Mm. It was my first time meeting him. He said, you are going through some hard time. But one day, you are going to be a very strong person. One day you are going to be a successful person. You are going to travel the world and you help a lot of people around the world. He told wow. me that. Did they give I, you I hope? Like, at that moment, I was like, "What is he talking about? I'm broken. I don't know right. what to do with my life. I it does it didn't make any sense for me." Okay. I came back home like after a while I tried to like after a few months I mean right I tried to kill myself Mm. while I was trying to do that I remembered his words and I was like if you give up on yourself right now you will never have a chance to live the life you want
1: wow that was your big revelation moment right
2: exactly Mm -hmm. if you don't I told myself but if you don't you still have a chance I right. still have 1%. Even if it is 1%, 1% is not 0%. It is something. It is mm. 1%. Okay. So I didn't give up on the 1% of my life. I I decided to continue. I decided okay. not to give up. I decided to go through it. It took me around five years to be able to t- start talking to my family again, get their trust again.
1: So within, Um, like, after five years, they started talking to you. Or what happened that the that uh, all of a sudden words started coming again?
2: It happened. It happened because it happened step by step. Okay, step by step, it happened after five years. And then after five years, when I was around twenty-four and I was completely broken, I remember my dad put me in a very embarrassing situation. (laughs) He said, "If you don't get married in one year," I'm I'm not gonna let you go out in this house. I'm gonna lock you down. And I was like trying to get a man, trying to find a man in order to to marry. And I know that was so embarrassing. How <laughs> old was, were you at that point?
1: Twenty-four, twenty-three or twenty-four,
2: twenty-three. Okay. I was like, that was so embarrassing. When I feel, when I right for your dad that, to
1: say that to you, that is embarrassing. I know what you mean.
2: For me, for me, right. that was very embarrassing to go out and look for a man. To, he to said marry. he's going to look
1: for a man for you. Okay.
2: I was like, I'm going to leave him, look for a man to marry. Mm-hmm. So if you don't, I'm going to decide to marry someone else, and you have no work.
1: Wow, that is really something. <laughs>
2: Then by that year, what happened was, um, instead of trying to find a man, I had someone like uh, I, there were a few people that were interested in me. But every time it would end up by breaking me more, more, and really? more because I had no value in my life, yeah. no value, I was broken. Like who right. would be interested in a broken person?
1: Well, believe it or but not, it's a lot of people that that's interested in broken people are so toxic. A really broken person is like perfect. They're perfect bait for someone who's extremely toxic.
2: Exactly. So what happened was this. I decided to work on myself Mm -hmm. because it broke me so hard. I was like, what does that mean? I have a lifetime to live. What does Mm -hmm. that mean that my dad has to decide for me? What does that mean? Now, there's no... So I decided to work on myself more and right. more. I decided to work on my mindset. Okay. Work on my. So I was looking at few. I remember there were a lot of things. Like one thing that really motivated me was one of the Steve Harvey's shows. Yes. He said, "He said when I was twenty-seven, I was broken." Mm. And I was in my living in my car. Okay. I didn't have any money. I had to travel to a place and place to get $150 and something else. And so that really, really motivated me that I was like, there are other people around the world living this situation. Mm-hmm. And another of his shows said that the only difference between successful people the only difference between successful people and not successful people is just the way they think. Yes. I was like, if I am going to leave my life, right? I'm not, not going to live this way. I said, mm-hmm. I'm going to change my life. I'm going to change my life for better. I, I, I promise myself, not anyone, but I promise myself. I was sick of everyone's treatment with me. Oh, for sure. I was broken. I was like, I was full. Mm -hmm. I was like, like, stop it. I don't need your confirmation anymore. Mm -hmm. I don't need your affirmation anymore. I don't need your belief anymore. I don't need your support anymore in order to work on myself. Right. So that I was top 10 student in university. I was like, because university decided to give me a chance to work in university as a... Right. Yes, as a professional academic person, because mm-hmm. I was very clever in university. So I decided, I said, you know what? I will work in university and you, there's no one can stop me.
3: Yes. So
2: I decided to go out and start working. It was very hard for them to accept this, but I decided to work hard. Oh, I bet. Make them, yeah. So Just
1: work towards started, your freedom. Yeah.
2: Yes. So I was out and Everything that would happen around me end up breaking me more because the reason why it would happen because I didn't know my own value. Right. I didn't know where I was leading myself. I mm-hmm. didn't know what I was doing. So I decided to work hard. I was decided to to change my life. I yes. I didn't know where. But where, does, where
1: where it need to be changed? That's what you're saying. Which areas? The yes. focus on? Okay. Yes,
2: exactly. I just I didn't know where, but I knew I had to change my mindset. Yeah. I decided to change my circle. The first thing I did, that was my circle.
1: Yes, that was it your, was your first and yeah, because you know what they say that the five people we hang around with the most is going to determine yes. how we are.
2: Yes, mm-hmm. exactly. So I remember there was another, uh, another like Steve Harvey is, is, they say, role model. Yes. Steve Harvey was the, 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 the man, was that person that changed my life. Wow. I was listening to him every day, and I was like, his motivation. He said, if you are going to, if you decide to control your, the first 10 minutes in your life, in your day, when you start your days." If you decide to control the first 10 minutes in your days, you are going to control the mood, your mood, your activity. Right. During the day. Mm-hmm. How you are going to feel during the day. Right. I was like, let me start do this. Mm-hmm. I decided to do that. Every day I was waking up and I was listening to his words, his motivations. Right. And I was like, today I'm going to start a good day today yes. I'm going to leave the yeah so it would change me i was going out i was more active i was more happy mm-hmm. my days were starting to change then i was like okay then i looked around and i say and i i was seeing my circle and my friends they were so toxic mm. everyone everyone literally everyone left me when i needed them Really, no one was around to give me a hand, give me help when I needed them.
1: Amen. That's oh, something that, that's God. just oh my goodness. Yeah. And that so happens like, a lot of times. We, when you're looking for help, you're like, okay, <laughs> you know, I know myself. Okay, Lord, I, I, nobody's around. You know, that happens right. at times. Yeah, you feel yeah. like you're all
2: alone. Yeah, exactly. So, what happened was like when I was getting back on track, when I was um, starting work. I was looking around and I was seeing people around me. Right. They were they were messaging me. They were coming to see me. I was like, I don't want to see them anymore. Okay. You did, you were not around when I needed you. I don't mm-hmm. need you. so I started to change my circle and I was I started to apply that on my life. Practice O2P, only quality people.
3: hmm I like much- that.
2: Because three things are very important to change your life. First, your mindset. Second, practice OQP, only quality people. Yep. Number three, your communication skills. Because yes. the moment you open your mouth, you, you tell the world who you are. Isn't that the truth? Exactly. So I try to do that. Mm-hmm. Two, practice OQP, only quality people. Yes. I remove it all my friends. Literally, within one day, I remove it them. I removed them on social media. I removed them on my life, on my Mm -hmm. phone. I was like, I don't need these toxic people anymore. Right. So what happens is very, is magical. Because when you are, like they say, mind is like a magnet. When you are trying to change yourself, it attracts things that you want in life. Mm -hmm. When you say I'm healthy, you attract health. Right. When you say I will be rich, you will attract Wealth. Mm-hmm. When you say I'm wealth, you attract wealth. When you say I'm beautiful, you attract beauty. Yes. So yes. I, told, I was, every day when I was waking up. I was like, I'm beautiful. I'm rich. I'm successful. I'm do. I'm, I'm this. Yes. This. All of the things that no one would see in my life. Amen. Then I started to change my life this way. Mm-hmm. Like, I did it. I I said. I'm no longer, I don't, I don't need anyone's support anymore. I will be Mm -hmm. my own support. Yeah. I don't need anyone's friendship. I'm my own friend.
3: Mm
2: I am the only person that will stay in my life for the rest of my life. So what happened was this in my life. I was like, because I was so sick of how they were tricking me. Right. I had to get their support for everything. Mm -hmm. I had to get their, they were telling me you're not beautiful. What are you expecting? They were like, What are you expecting? Do you think any man would want you after a divorce? You're not beautiful. You're Who not told successful. you this?
1: Now, your my friends, family, my and family, your family told you that. Okay. Everyone, everyone. So they wanted friends. you to think that you were damaged goods, so to
2: speak. Exactly. My dad was like, because the society was shit. The society is. It is still the same way, but you know, it's there's a small development, but not not that way that much. It's, it was ten years ago, by the way. So gotcha. the, these 10 years, you know, the the technology and, you know, internet has developed a lot of things around the world, but still mm-hmm. it needs a lot of more. So what happened they, that time they were telling me, you're not beautiful. After a mm-hmm. divorce, who would, who would want you? People were like, no one would want you. Everyone is going around your past. You're not that beautiful. You're not that successful. You're not this, this. So I had this in my life. Right. I was defining myself based on what they were telling me. I that was, was your broken.
3: definition.
2: Yep. I was broken because I was always thinking about these things they were telling me. And I was like, yes, mm-hmm. maybe, maybe no one would want me. Maybe right. I, I lost my belief in myself and who I am. Wow. I lost everything because they were giving me definitions was right. like, you are not beautiful. You're not successful. You cannot do this. You cannot go out. When they were telling me, you cannot go out, when I was telling my dad, for example, not just my dad, even if I was talking in front of myself, mm-hmm. say, I have a dream. They were shouting and with the, they were saying, in your dream, you will have this dream.
3: Oh, so okay.
2: That, that created a mental block a limitation mm. belief in my mind that I would never be able to go out of the country. I would never be able to go out of the city to do all of these things. So I was right. defining myself based on what they told me. Gotcha. That's why I was broken.
3: Yes, so
2: yes. I decided to give myself whatever they have never given me. Gotcha. I had decided to give myself friendship that yes. no one more no friend gave me. I decided to, get, to be my own mother, my own father, mm-hmm. to work for myself, to have money, to be successful, to be healthy. Right. So I started, I started to go out and work out to be healthy, mm-hmm. you know, to take care of myself. Yep. And I decided to to give myself daily affirmations. I am beautiful. You don't need the support. You're right. You don't need their support. You don't need their affirmation. You don't need their their support to be successful. You Mm will be successful by yourself. Yes. So every time when I was looking at Steve, listening to Steve Harvey and all of these motivational speakers, Les Brown and Les Brown and Steve Harvey changed my entire life. Wow. I will be. I will be. I have to see them one day Mm to say thank you. You changed my life. Right. I have to because they did. Without they did. them, I would never I would never be here. Wow. So I was giving myself these things. I was like, I don't need this. I gave myself everything. I started to change my life. I started to give myself this attention, give myself time to take right. care of myself. I took take care of my my body. I was working out and I was taking care of my skin and I was telling myself, you're beautiful. I was going in front of the mirror every day. Mm-hmm. When they were blaming me, I decided to leave them, not listen to them anymore. Come into my room, listen, look at the mirror and pe- tell myself, you're beautiful. You don't need them to tell you you're not beautiful. Amen. You're beautiful. You're beautiful. You can be successful. Don't give up on yourself. I was mm-hmm. I was I was touching the mirror like this is like don't give up on yourself don't you ever wow. give up on yourself right every single day I was doing this wow. it gave me power to to move on to go together. I bet it did
1: talk about yeah having that yes. um that uh internal like perseverance that you could do it you could make it yeah exactly yes. so changed yes.
2: my circle Changing my circle had a very big effect. When I decide, I decided to change my life. I decided to um, change all of these things. Believe yeah. me, your mind is like a magnet; it will attract things to your life.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: I, when I was looking for success, God would bring successful people on my way. Mm-hmm. Every day, every day, day by day, every month, I was in. I was getting to know. Successful people around the world, and they right. were they were like open to to talk to me, to um, share their success story with me. To mm-hmm. I was like, I was like, yes, mind is like a magnet. That's why these people are coming into my life. I remove uh, toxic people. So this is very important. People have to remove what is around them in order to see new doors yes they have to close these toxic toxic doors in order yes. to to see the open doors for them yes so when i removed them i had the space around me other people came in yeah yep. that's, that's what people came in that's yes what happened and then i was pushing myself every day i was trying to read books i was trying to learn from uh, internet from YouTube and then I decided like in my university um I get, got to know a few people they were very successful in forex mm-hmm. and then that was the start of every change and we decided to work together we had several accounts we I started mm-hmm. to learn forex and to start my forex business right so, yes I started there and then I improved it and I went out and then I started, but doing the forex was not really what I want. Gotcha. Because all things that I went through made me realize that what I'm really passionate about is being a mindset and high performance coach. Gotcha. gotcha. I don't want people to go through what I've been through. I don't want people to define themselves and their potential and their ability based on what they are going through. Mm-hmm. I don't want people to, to define themselves and their ability based on what their society and what their family tell them. Gotcha. So I decided to, to start my second business. And yeah, there I am. I'm, I'm, I'm not waiting for anyone. I decided when you decide to, to go for work, when you decide to go to your goals, new yes. new doors will open and you yeah. will, you, will mm-hmm. your you will see you will see where you are when you want to go where you want to go Yeah that is so true
1: and like you say at the beginning of that is removing that toxic environment from you because yes. you know a lot of times we think we can grow, but we're right there in a toxic environment. And that toxic environment is going to stifle us and smother us, so to speak. You can't grow in toxicity.
2: You know what no. I mean? Yeah, exactly. The, the reason is that the, there's a problem. We are creating our own limitation beliefs by our, ourselves. Mm-hmm. First by listening to negativity and what the others say about us. Right. Secondly, by our, our toxic circle. Because mm-hmm. our toxic circle, let's say, you are in a toxic circle they have never been out of the circle for their entire life how would you expect a better result in your life within this closed circle right you can never do that no nope. you have to surround yourself you have people have to surround themselves with different energy yes with so a positive yes. energy yep i was surrounded by a lot of negativities in my society my family my friends i was like I would never get anywhere with this, all this negativity. Mm -hmm. I started to change it. Mm -hmm. Move all of this. Yeah. Move all in order to have positivity in my life. Right. Yeah. So people have to surround themselves with positive people. Mm -hmm. People that they get them to their next level. Right. Mm Yeah.
1: But you're right though. When you hang around toxic people those toxic people bring toxic, toxic energy. And you exactly. hang, you know, you hang around healthy people with positive and life-giving energy. They're going to bring healthy, life-giving energy to you. Yeah, exactly. exactly.
2: <laughs> there's, there's a problem, like there's a problem with a lot of people don't understand, don't really know that when, when someone, when you are surrounding yourself with uh, people maybe they are so fun to talk to maybe mm-hmm. they are so fun to go out with maybe they are so fun to go to a club to go to a party go and chill I don't know but these people are still toxic because right. you have to look at your goal
3: and yes. then look
2: at your circle yes. to look at your goal to see where is your goal are these people in a level that they can get me to that that point? Mm-hmm. No. So you have to look at your goal and then your circle. If your circle is not getting you to your next level, that's not the right circle. If you are in a room where everyone looks up to you, you are in a wrong room. You have to look up to the other people. You have mm-hmm. to be in a circle where you look up to other people. You learn. That is
1: so true. Yeah, so you can learn from them.
2: Yes. Exactly. Yeah. So so changing the negativity, changing all this energy, because you don't feel it. Mm -hmm. You are around these people. You feel like it is fun just to go out, just to have fun. This is not fun. This is not the actual fun. We don't know. Every day we hang around these people. Mm -hmm. If, If someone don't do anything in your life don't even bring negativity okay right you go out you give them some time and some energy the other day you go out you give them some time and some energy the other day with the like every day even if they add one negative word into your life and you give them some energy time. after a while you feel like you are empty of energy and all Yes time, you will yeah and you have added a lot of a lot of negativity in your life mm-hmm. That's just like a tree every day when you are watering this tea you know right It will grow it will grow mm-hmm. if, you, if you add oil let's say okay instead of water, does it grow? No, it will not. but if you water the, another tree, just beside that tree, it will grow. So yes. that's just what you are giving. That's the I can define circle as the as the soul to grow. Yes. That's the soul. Mm-hmm. So for me it is that much important. I don't know how is it for you.
1: Yes, I I think it's very, it's very important to me as well. You know, um, I've had some people I had to end friendships with and, um, it was because they're toxic. I had other people who have walked away from me as far as being toxic. And because one thing I always say, I like to tell the women when you are growing as a person, If someone else is in relationship with you, I don't care if it's friends, family, co-workers, uh, sisters and brothers in Christ, ministry partners, whoever you're in relationship with, either they're going to start growing and come on board with you or they're gonna start pulling away and they're gonna leave on their own. But it can't, the relationship can't stay the same once one person makes a decision to grow. You understand what I'm saying? Just the natural way the relationships go. Either they're going to come on board and grow or they're going to just go away on their own.
2: Exactly. That's, that's the same thing. I feel that there's that's the same thing even for relationship. I always tell uh, people like my clients and people that I, I listen to me uh, as I don't decide based on, on your relationship with someone. Based on your today's plan. Don't decide on your on, on your tomorrow's friends, on your tomorrow's relationship, based on your today's plan. Right. Decide on your today's friends, today's circle, based on your tomorrow's plans.
1: Yes, amen.
2: Yes. So you can't decide on on the man you will live for the rest of my your life based on what you do today. Mm-hmm. You to think about what you do in ten years. Right. What you do in five years, what you do in ten years, what you do in twenty years. Yes. Can they come with you there? Can they accept that growth? Right. Can they accept all of these? Can they come with you all the way? Right. Can they can they support you when you are down? When you are broken? Hmm. I know. I have been down there. I always say, I have been down there. I was broken. I saw no one around me. Hmm. So. You can't trust anyone. You can't decide on friends based on your today's plans. True. Because they will they will go when you are broken. They will. They will. Go. They go. will. Mm-hmm.
1: That is so true. Now, I've got a question for you. Why do you think it is that women are staying in unhealthy relationships for so long?
2: It depends on so many things. According to me, um, the first thing that makes someone to stay in a in a toxic relationship, in a toxic relationship, either it's with a friend or with a man or whatever, that's not knowing your own worth. You don't know your own worth. You don't know your value. Yeah. You don't they don't know their worth. They don't know their value. They don't mm-hmm. know what they can do. They don't right. see a way out they feel they don't they don't know their value they accept Mm -hmm. anything because you know when anyone is in a relationship when you are in a relationship you have to ask yourself this question what is my cost to be in this relationship
1: right yeah what's the cost
2: what is my cost to be in this relationship what's my cost to be in this Mm -hmm. if the cost is you that you cannot do what you want to do you can't be who you want to be you you cannot do what you like to do. That means the cost is you. <laughs> but, if, but if the cost is that you have to work on it to to make it work, that's okay. If the cost is that you have to make some sacrifices, some, in order to work, make it work, that's okay. But if the cost is that you have to lose yourself, your personality, your value, your worth in order to stay in a relationship, that means the cost is losing yourself, the cost is you. So anybody has to ask themselves, you know, they have to ask themselves, what is my cost to be in this relationship? Mm -hmm. They they know if the price is worth it or not. (laughs) Thank you. Yes. That's so true. Yep. You have to. They have yes. to know their own value. They have to mm-hmm. know their worth. They are worthy. Right. They shouldn't let anybody make them feel unworthy. True. Make not anybody make, make them feel like they don't deserve better. Mm-hmm. Because they are. They deserve right. better. Right. Yeah. I have been in a toxic, uh, a lot of toxic relationship. I mean, relationship with my family, with my, uh, like, a lot of other relationships. You know, not mm-hmm. just relationship with a man. You know? right? so a lot of these toxic relationships because we don't know our own worth that's why we can't we will decide to stay there right. we don't believe in ourselves to be able to go out of this we think there's no way out
3: mm-hmm. that's why
2: we accept to stay in this relationship if they know their own worth if they know what they can do if they unblock their potentials if they yes. just Set some goals, and they will they they function, and they act, take action according to these goals. They see that how much they can do, mm-hmm. They see their own worth. They will not stay there because that that's is so true. toxic that they can it cannot take it, That person to their next level, mm-hmm. their next level, his next level, either for a man or for a woman. Right, see?
1: that is so true, isn't
2: it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the, the, the basic, the most important thing for me is that that person doesn't know her own value. If that's a woman or a man, that mm-hmm. person doesn't know her own, like his or her own value. Right. They don't know themselves. They don't know yeah. their abilities. That's why. Mm-hmm. You say that.
1: Yep. That is so true. I, I agree with you 100%. Now, what would you say would be if a woman came to you and they say, I want my power and identity back? What would be your response to that?
2: Get to know yourself and block your potential. Um, set some goals and, and, and take action toward your goals. That's that's the that's a new chapter of life.
3: Yeah.
2: Be positive. Yep. Be positive.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: That's a new chapter of life. If someone wants to have a new chapter of, 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 of her life of a yes. woman start a new chapter for me a new chapter started from changing myself it didn't I was always trying to change my community my family my mm-hmm. my relationships and I was like I can't change anyone yes change. so when I knew that I can't change anyone I decided to change myself and changing myself changes everyone now yes. all of them support me
1: amen but then we just talk about that when we start growing either they're going to come on board or they're going to leave yes. but if we try to change someone change is not going to take place because we are going against somebody else's free will yes, exactly. you know what i mean we're yes, going against exactly. the natural exactly. order of the way things are supposed to go exactly because it's no exactly. longer changing someone it's really controlling them you know what i mean
2: that's so true that's so and, true
1: and uh, we, yeah we can't make go
2: ahead on. i'm sorry Everything starts with us. Yes, change should start here. Mm-hmm. Whatever you do in your life, start here. From mm-hmm. here, change will will start here. If you shine, it's just like a light. You see, light. Right. When the light shines, makes around the light shine.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: The place, the room will will be, will be. You know, uh, it's not dark. Right. The light over there. Amen. See, the person, if the person lies, if the person know and 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 block her potential it will be like this light. You are going to shine the way, shine and lighten the way for everyone yes. else around you on the way. Isn't that the truth?
1: Yes, yes, yes. And like I've heard one uh, pastor say it, people like the dysfunctional version of you—they don't like the version that's growing and learning, and and you know that's no longer doing. Yeah, exactly. you no, know, the broken version. They don't. They they like that version. I meant to say he yeah. was saying that they like that dysfunctional, broken version of you because they want to operate with you on a certain level. So when you're not, exactly. you're no longer that version. Then they say, "Oh, well, you changed."
2: That you exactly. know yeah that's, that's, that's what i always say i was like uh yesterday i was talking to one of my clients and i was i told her if you want to get the right person into your life either it's a, a friend or a person into mm-hmm. your life what the first and the only thing you have to do first last and the only thing you have to do be yourself yes be Got yourself to. in every every single moment mm-hmm the way you want your hair to look like, the right. way you want your clothes to look like, the way you want to talk, the way you be yourself. Mm-hmm. Because when you are yourself and you go out, you attract people who are who will be interested, attracted to the real you. Yes. And they will never, they will never leave you because they are attracted to the real you. Mm -hmm. if you show and if you pretend to be someone else just to make someone happy if you show a different face of you then you will attract a different circle that's true you are if you are if you are negative you attract a different negative circle right if you are positive you are attracting a positive circle
1: Mm -hmm. Yep. that's That's exactly you're absolutely right yep if you like you And if you're negative or if you've got that um, broken mindset because of what other people have said to you, like you said, then we're going to attract, you know what I'm saying? Other people who are uh, just like the person that gave you that mindset, we're going to constantly keep attracting those type of people, you know, because we are feeding in, we've internalized what those people have said and kind of like made that our mantra. (laughs) So then people see us and they go, oh, okay. I'll hang out with her. You know, she needs more toxic people in her life, you know, because we've got it programmed up here wrong. So we're giving off that
2: energy. The the problem is that they think if he if that person is negative and she will be okay with another negative person, they think they understand each other. But the problem is that they are breaking each other. They are yes. breaking each other more and more. Yes. Yep. They are not yep. helping each other to grow. They are not understanding each other. The only, the only thing that works is because both of them are negative.
1: That's true. Yep. Yep. You're right, though. Like you said, they're breaking breaking each other, exploiting each other's brokenness, so to speak. Right? Yes. Yes. Now, I got a question, three more questions, and I'll get to the fun thing. Um, Well, one more question before I get to the fun questions. Sure. What would be your definition of uh, resilience?
2: So, uh, what was your question?
1: Sure. What is your definition of resilience?
2: Okay. So, by resilience, um, is that people don't have to This is my definition, okay? Okay. People don't have to think that they are not going through some hard time. It's the ability to come back from a hard time, from a difficult time. Yes. People have to think that, people have to know that they have the ability to come back. There's always a chance to come back. It's not giving up. People have to know that they should not block themselves from feeling stress, anxiety, and not having any mental issue. People have to experience these things. People mm-hmm. have to experience stress in order to know what is stress in it's order true. to value, to come back and to value their their, their, their good times is the ability to come back from their hard time. That's what i say. Yes, exactly it's, it's our it's our ability, to come back there's always a there's always a way to go back on track. Mhm.
1: I like to think of it that way too. Yes, yes. And everybody have their own definition so that's why I always ask each of the guests, yes. you know, just out of curiosity what, what do they what think is, about What's what yours? You know what, when I think about resilience, I think about a person's ability um their emotional Mental, spiritual, and and physical ability to bounce back after adversity—that's how I would define it. Yeah, yeah. Because I I think think about. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry.
2: That's okay. So what I would what I would think about is just the ability to come back.
3: Mm -hmm. In general, yeah, just coming back,
2: yeah, exactly. The ability to come back, and people have to, people have to be let themselves out be open to experience these things Mm -hmm. they shouldn't shouldn't say i shouldn't be stressed i shouldn't be emotional i shouldn't be i shouldn't have anxiety they should they should be open to experience these things because without these things you are not growing
1: so true you're not growing yep yep that's the only way you're going to Build resilience, like you said, is that it's going to have to be some kind of struggle going on, you yeah, know? True. That's
3: yep. so true. That's
1: yep. so true. some kind of struggle. So I got a few fun questions before we end. Sure. And the first one is, what is your favorite kitchen gadget?
2: Uh, kitchen what? Sorry?
1: A kitchen gadget, like something you'd like to use in the kitchen?
2: Oh, um, I would say, okay, my cup of tea. A cup of tea. That's, that's what I love because I love tea. Okay. <laughs> so I, do you
1: make yours in a tea kettle or like yes. do you heat it up? Okay.
2: I, I, I make my own. Uh, actually, uh, I love tea. Mm-hmm. And I really would want you to, um, I hope I can share our Kurdish tea with you one day. Okay. Because it's so amazing. I make my own. I know I, I'm not like, okay, we have this type of teas, you know, tea bag. We right. so have this tea bags, you know, but I don't like this except for the time that I am very, very busy and I have my own here. But mm-hmm. I, have, I make my own tea in my in teapot, you know. Gotcha. Um, I, I like black tea, so teapot. I would say teapot and, and my cup. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's cute.
1: Yeah. I love it. Yes. So, name five books that you got uh, that you feel you can't live without.
2: Uh, the first book that I can't believe without is mm-hmm. Millionaire Success Habits by Dean Graziasi. Mm. Yes.
1: Millionaire Success Habits. Wow.
2: Seven Habits of Highly Effective People.
1: That one's number two. Okay.
2: Yes. And number three, Limitless.
1: And mm. who was that one by?
2: By uh, Jim Louie or uh, yeah, I think it's Jim Louie. Something like okay. that. Yeah. Huh. I, I think I, I um I read that like some time ago. Okay. And, um number four, I would go with um let me think about books. Yeah, a lot of books. Um yeah, actually I read a book long ago that was by Tony Robbins. I don't know exactly the name of the book in English language, but it okay. was, because I, I read that book in Kurdish language. Oh. It was talking about the pre and the wide the of our thinking. Wow. How much, how, yeah, it's by Tony Robbins. Okay. Tony Robbins' book. And yes. the, last, the last one for me that would worth billions of dollars is this book. Let me share it with you wow discover, discover your clifton strengths wow now, this book for me worth billions of dollars uh, for anyone who would want to do read this book they have to go to the clifton strengths website there's, yes. a, test, there's a test they have to do it in the, when they do the test the test will tell them about your top five strengths personality Mm. What's your top five strengths and how to get benefit from these top five strengths in your life and in your business to be more productive. Mm. So What you have to do, you have to come to the book after that. You will read your top five strengths. You will find it here. Okay. And it will it will tell you how to get benefit from it. For example, mine, my first one is focus, top four. Uh, five strengths is focus okay so when i come to the book the books will tell me how i can be more focused how i can use my focus to create a better circle a better team how i can be focused use focus to to be more productive in my business and in my life Mm -hmm. so this is this will help you to maximize well maximize maximize your your potentials mm. that benefit from it
3: gotcha.
2: in, a, in, a, in a proper way because mm-hmm. because the, the ability to grow relies on how well we maximize our potential
3: mm-hmm.
2: we, Isn't have that the truth? At, we have to look at our strengths as our top our, our our biggest financial assets and we have to look at our weaknesses as you know as Expenses that we have to minimize. Mm-hmm. Uh, this will help you to uh, maximize your potential to get benefit from your strength right. your potential and to mm-hmm. get. better. So this is the book that I would say above all of them. I I cannot leave without. That's it. the number one.
1: Okay. Wow. What songs do you have on your playlist?
2: Oh my God! I was I can share a lot of, a lot with you. you got a lot of All of them are are, are, um, motivational. Um, There's one that I really love, which Mm -hmm. is, um, There's a Hope. There's a Hope. Okay, let me just find the name. Sure. The the first one uh, that I would say is, there's a girl, uh, her account, I think her name is Ava. Her songs are really motivational. Really? Really motivational, yes.
1: Hmm.
2: Okay, can I share some 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 of them with you? You sure can. Okay. We'll love so, it. Okay, so. Yeah, so what I would say, um this Ava, this girl, Kings and Queens by Ava, yes. and uh Unstoppable by Sia. Uh, I would say uh, Never, Never, Never Give Up by Sia. Ah. I would say uh, Never Say Never by Justin Bieber. Okay. I would say um, Senorita by Shawn Mendes and, you know, uh, Camilla.
1: Okay.
3: I
2: would say, um, yeah, these are the songs that, uh, Cheap Thrill. Um, okay. One more, one more. Let me say, uh, shape of you. I have mm-hmm. a lot of like J Lo. I love J Lo really.
3: Yes, her uh, music. I listen to her,
2: yeah. Pete Pool definitely. Pete Pool. I would not forget. Like I can't forget about people. Like you know, people. If if someone like that was one of the things I really wanted to share. That was good to mention, because if you want to get out of the negative energy that you have one of the things you definitely and anyone has definitely have to have to do yes. is to change their song list remove all the slow motion mm-hmm. uh, songs and add you know energetic songs like yeah it's All," like uh these all of these uh, amazing uh songs mm-hmm. it, it gives you uh, it gives you the power to be unstoppable. Never say yes. never. Like that was one of the most amazing songs by Justin Bieber. Never say never. Yeah. And then uh, songs like, okay, Pool, I would say. Mm-hmm. And the last one by The Rock was amazing.
3: What was it? Who was the artist? The, uh, the Rock. Oh,
1: yes. Okay, The Rock.
3: Okay. The Rock song. mm okay.
1: Yes. Wow. So that's with the rock. Gotcha. Yep. Wow.
2: Face off. The the name of the song is Face Off. Face Off. Okay. Yes, Face Off.
1: So that's also on your list.
2: My list. Wow. Believer. Believer. Mm -hmm. Believer. Yes. Believer. By Dragon, yes. Oh, wow. It's a band. And also... Um, One More Time, Memories, all all of them by Maroon 5. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Adam Levins. I love them. Wow.
1: So someone from the outside, they heard those different songs on your playlist. What would would their interpretation of who Hazel Amin is from that playlist? What do you
2: think? Well, if someone listened to that I don't really care how they think about me. I really care how I think about myself, that I am a motivating person. Mm -hmm. I am motivating myself. I care about my energy. Uh, uh, Okay, let me be honest. If someone in my society listen to, like when they listen to music that I listen to, they say, you're crazy. This is Mm -hmm. not a song because they don't like these songs, but I love it. I don't care how they think about me. I care how I think about myself
1: amen yep. yes amen now i've got one more question
3: yes sir. <laughs> I, I did all started.
1: the fun ones and i said oh my goodness that's when it realized okay the holy spirit spoke to me and said you accidentally skipped over a question i want you to take some time to talk about how you help women if you can talk about that and then that'll be the end of the podcast okay.
2: yeah so how i help women um I, I took you like through my story. Right. And I have business experience too. Mm-hmm. Then I looked back into my life and I saw a lot of people. I looked around and I, I see a lot of people uh, in Dubai, in Kurdistan, in Turkey, in all of these Middle Eastern countries and in all of the places I have been among all of the people that I was talking to, they had a problem with their with how they think they are making money, but okay. they have a problem how they think they can't go forward they are always most of them are afraid of taking taking a risk take, going forward mm. so I realized that what I really on all the years and in everything I have been through, I realized mm-hmm. that what I'm really passionate about in my life is right. helping other women to not go through what I have been through. Mm-hmm. Get to know themselves, their true selves, their worth, their value. Yes. To be able to unblock their potential and unblocking their potential, how much unblocking potential can can change your life. Yes. Because it changed my life from a broken person to to ha- to a person that has two business. It can it can change you. It can change anyone
3: mm-hmm.
2: from a broken person to be a millionaire. Yes. That's what's called millionaire mindset. That's why I I I, I name it my group, millionaire mindset. Group. Because of that. Yes, exactly. Because the mindset can change someone's life from a broken person to be a millionaire.
3: Mm-hmm. So
2: what I do, I help female executives and female coaches, business owners, ladies in general in general to change their lives, to increase their performance in their personal mm-hmm. life and in their business, um, to scale in their business by, by, um, increasing their performance. Overcome any mindset barrier to over to unblock their mental blocks, you know, Mm -hmm. their performance potential. Overcome all of these things and overcome anything that's holding them back from moving forward in their personal life and in their business. Because what I think like the importance of this is here. The success of any business relies 80% on mindset, 20% on strategy. Right. So even if you are, you know all the strategies in your business, mm-hmm. but your mindset is not in a good spot, in not, it's not in a good place. You lost 80% of your success, mm. 80% chances of your success. Gotcha. That's how much the mindset is important. So mm-hmm. the mindset is 80% of your success, of gotcha. any lady, their success in their business. So mm-hmm. we are working together to increase this 80% part in order right. to be able to scale in their business, to move forward in their life.
1: Gotcha. Yes. Wow. That is some powerful stuff. Oh, my word. Thank very, so very much. powerful. Yes.
2: Thank you so much.
1: Yes. Thank you so much. I mean, this conversation has been such a blessing. and thank just want to thank you for your time and, and for being a guest here today on the Valley of Grace podcast. And I also want to give a shout out to Timothy Horton for bringing our intro and outro music every week. And as I always can until next
0: To be sharing all of that. You took the price to give me that life. And now it's never gonna fade away. When I see I need more of the sweetest of mercies upon my ears and I won't go back the way it was again, again, again and now. the valley of grace where things would change. I've seen the lights so of